0: Professor Tafano here, and I just want to give you a short uh, audio message, and um, I'll talk about a few things. One, I just got done um, grading the first quiz, which was a uh, question about my lecture on Johnson, Texas versus Johnson. And I'm very impressed. Most of you did a fantastic job. Uh, articulating your reasoning for your position on the Texas versus Johnson case. Very impressive. A lot of you did your own original research which is fantastic. So uh, well done. Uh, Just a few words of caution. Uh, Some of you uh, were confusing your own voice with that of obvious information that you got from a source. So just check with your, uh, your English teachers for sure. And uh, there's plenty of information on the internet and also in our textbook about how to cite or use information uh, as, as you apply it to not only an essay, but and also for the remaining uh, four speeches or the upcoming four speeches to let us know as listeners uh, what is your voice and what is uh, someone else you're quoting. So a few of you kind of confused that with your own voice, so I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that it was just an error, but let's not uh, let's not make that error going forward. So be a lot more particular. Obviously, you read things, you hear things, and then as you go to write, you just have to be careful that you're not using someone else's, um, especially exact verbiage. A couple of you said the exact same thing, um, which leads me to believe that um, you a couple of you use the same source I don't mean you coordinate it but obviously the the verbiage was identical so obviously that didn't come from the mind of the uh, writer it came from someone else's ideas which is fine just make sure that you tell us where you got the information from and make sure your voice is clear and when you're quoting someone else that it's clear it's not your voice okay a minor um, criticism but let's just fix that. Okay, and for the upcoming uh, speeches, since we're going out of order, out of my typical order, that we're starting with a persuasive speech, do the best you can to um, uh, take a look at chapter 16 and 17, and I think um, there's there's plenty of um, audio lectures on those chapters if you go to the uh, my Spotify so- site, and you can find those. But just if you can review chapters um, 16, 17 and regarding using persuasive strategies and persuasive speaking. I am going to be um, uh, probably a lot more gracious in my greeting of that first speech because we're going a bit out of order. But I just thought it was important. Since having um, a recall election for governor is a historic uh, event, I I thought it would be very good for us to... Um, take a look at that and also uh, provide speeches, um, perform speeches in that area. Okay, So uh, a couple things you have to do. If you are for the recall, you're going to say, I am for the recall. And you're going to say, why? And then you're going to say, this is who I would, uh, I would choose, elect, choose, pick. If you're against it, you have an option. You could do the entire six-minute speech saying why you're against it, or you could say I'm against it and also say, But if it passes, this is who I would vote for. So those are kind of the options. So to be clear, in the introduction you have to be very clear, precise, concise on where you're going and what you want to do. So take a look at the speech evaluation form and see what's required in each one of those four sections so that as you prepare your speech you're making sure that you will then say those things as you record your presentation. Oftentimes students are very unclear or vague about their position and what they hope to accomplish during their time speaking. So do the best you can not to make that error. Uh, Public speakers should be very clear, precise, and concise in their position about the topic and what they're trying to accomplish. So there's nothing hidden. So right off the bat, I'm for or against the recall. If I'm for it, this is why, and this is who I would choose. If I'm against the recall, I'm against it this is why so be really clear about that okay so in 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 the introduction make sure your your position is crystal clear and then you give us a blueprint about where you're going to go and how you're going to accomplish your goal within the uh, time limits of the speech okay all right so that's just a quick um, introduction for the uh, first speech that's coming up so hopefully some of you will be working on those speeches in the next couple of days, one clear stream. No fancy editing software. Uh, do the best you can to dress up, if you would, for the, for the, for the presentation. So as you record it, uh, dress up. Um, lighting. Make sure your lighting is effective. We can hear you. Your background is not busy. The camera angle. Uh, captures your torso to the top of your head, a little bit outside of your arms, just in case you're using your arm's to gesture, which is normal, that the camera frame captures that as well. But as I've said previously, um, sometimes students don't follow that uh, those directions and the presentation is really not as well done as it should be, could be. Okay, so camera angle straight on, torso to the top of your head, a little bit above your head. Good lighting, good sound, not a busy background, and use notes, uh, no cards are fine if you're holding them or if they're off to the side on your computer, if you wanna use your computer, kinda of like a teleprompter to the side, that's fine. One stream um, straight through, not more than six minutes, not less than five minutes and 30 seconds if you wanna get into the A zone. And most students practice it several times before they go for their final um, you know, cut, so to say. And then also if you can have friends or family that are actually, uh, you know, watching it, not obviously in the video because it would be on the other side of the camera, that I think that's helpful too. All right. I look forward to uh, seeing those video presentations. Unfortunately, we're not meeting in person, so that's what we have to do. Any questions about any of that, you can feel free to email me. So hopefully all of you had a uh, rested uh, Labor Day off, and now we're uh, back to it. Okay. Professor Defano. And I'm out